When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Prescription products require completion of an online medication consultation with an independent healthcare provider through the LifeMD platform and are only available if prescribed. Subscription required. Individual results may vary. Additional restrictions apply. Read all warnings before using GLP-1s. Side effects may include a risk of thyroid C-cell tumors. Do not use GLP-1s if you or your family have a history of thyroid cancer. If you've struggled for years to lose weight and have given up hope, did you know you can now access GLP-1 prescription medications at TryLifeMD.com? We're now offering eligible patients online access to GLP-1s, the breakthrough prescription medication that can help you lose body fat and weight. Listen to what people are saying. It's fun to put on jeans that you couldn't get into six months ago. Every morning, I look forward to getting on the scale. For anybody who's struggling with their weight, it's a godsend. And here's the best part. Your insurance may cover 100% of the cost of your medication. So go to TryLifeMD.com to have your eligibility checked right now. Get started today at trylifemd.com. That's T R Y L I F E M D.com. Welcome to the Fantasy Throwdown Podcast, bringing you the latest from the world of sports, DFS, and gambling. With over five years of hot takes and millions of downloads later, I guess he's been doing something right. Now, sit back and listen to one of the sharpest minds in the game. Here's your host, Dwayne Callender. Hello, folks. Welcome to the show. It is week 18, the last game of the NFL regular season. We have a long show on tap because we got to cover a bunch of games, Many of which don't matter, but a number that have significant impact on games that are going on at the same time. So we got a bunch of 1 o'clock games and a a boatload of games kicking off at 425. So we're going to just jump right into it. We're going to bring my dad along. Uh, The other piece that I do want to cover are, and we'll talk about the games in particular, but areas of focus for fantasy purposes. Most of your leagues are done. If you're playing in a regular fantasy league that still features Week 18, leave that league immediately. I always say this, there's way too many guys that are sitting out Week 18, it was Week 17, but if you're playing the last week of the regular season for your fantasy championship, it makes no sense. You could cut other areas off, period, to uh, make your uh, fantasy playoffs more viable. There's no reason to be playing the last week of the regular season in any championship uh, impact. It makes no sense whatsoever. Unless you're doing it on a uh, uh, roto basis, and even then, uh, the scores are not truly being looked into, it's the, the dumbest thing you can do. Uh, I, there, there's no if ands, or buts about it. It's just dumb. But uh, with that being said, from a DFS perspective... The games that I'll be looking to target, I'm looking at Dallas going to the Commanders just because you can have Dak Prescott and the Cowboys needing to win the game and a terrible Washington secondary uh, with more guys uh, 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 being out on the Washington side. They're really not playing. Then you have 
Arizona, uh, nothing to lose. They're looking to just look good. And a Seattle team that's kind of packing it in, in uh, uh, mild weather, that's for perfectly fine. Folks are targeting Nick Mullins in the, in the Vikings. And I don't know what it's going to take for folks to realize Nick Mullins is terrible. The reason why Jaron Hall started last week is because of how bad Nick Mullins was. Now, the coaching staff doesn't want to go back to Josh Dobbs for whatever reason. The Vikings could technically make the playoffs. But guess what? I honestly think the Lions are going to smash him today because of how bad Nick Mullins is. That that's just my opinion, but there are folks who are going to play the Vikings and tell you that it, it's a it's a good opportunity. Yes, the Lions' defense isn't great, but guess what? They're better than the Vikings' offense with Nick Mullins. As good as uh, Justin Jefferson is, you still need a quarterback functional enough to play the uh, position, and we just don't have that right now with uh, Mullins under QB. Now, if we get Dobbs, great. If not, this is a mess. I do not think that this is a viable pathway of uh, of building out the roster. So I'm telling you guys now, I like Kyler, I like Dak, and I like Tyrod Taylor for the Giants against the Eagles secondary. That's an absolute shambles. To me, those are viable ways you can kind of target. I think some of these other plays where you know it's getting popular, if Nick Mullins is popular, well, why would you play him? Like, seriously, you know the guy's bad. If everyone's going to a bad QB, you might as well get different and play a good QB. You know, there's enough value running backs, and we're going to talk about Ronnie Rivers, and we're going to talk about Pierre Strong. Hell, you could even play Zeke. You could play Zamir White. You got all these running backs that are under 7K. In most cases, you got a bunch of running backs under 5K. There's so much value. You can pay up for QB. And get decent wide receivers to go along with it. This week is a lottery week. Uh, This is one where you're probably better off uh, saving your bankroll unless you want to commit 150 lineups. I'm not playing a ton of of contests this week because of the fact that, you know, I'm only really playing, looking to play 20 and keep it at that. I'm, I'm not going crazy trying to chase some of these value plays. And there's a chance that Alvin Kamara doesn't play. Uh, you know, we, we, we could we could have uh, Jamal Williams or Keandre Miller. You know, we don't we don't know who the guy's going to be. But there, there, there's a dome game against the Falcons where we get a bunch of carries because there's a chance that Kamara uh, is going to miss the contest. We we have no idea. But what I'm saying is, we already have so much value. You already know. CMC's not playing for the 49ers, so Jordan Mason's going to get all the carries. There's so many running back plays. Why are we playing Nick Mullins? That's going to be my question. Maybe Nick Mullins gets there, but if Nick Mullins is at close to 20% ownership, it's a dumb play because there are enough ways where Nick Mullins can backfire on you and you're not not really different from the rest of the field because if you got 20% ownership, realistically, you're playing with Justin Jefferson how are you differentiating yourself from the field anyway? Like I say, from a game theory perspective, Nick Mullins makes little to no sense as a play uh, today. Like, maybe you could justify it if it was early only. Because there's just not that many games in the early window that are as appealing. And the guys I'm mentioning are in the afternoon slate. I just think that there's far more opportunities of high scoring 
in the late slate games than the early slate. But that's why people are getting excited about Nick Mullins because the early slate looks a little soft from a QB perspective. But even then, I'd still rather take a chance on a Trevor Lawrence with a bum shoulder than play Nick Mullins. It really is that simple. Like I, I think a lot of folks are stretching with the Nick Mullins thing. I, I think Mullins is a uh, objectively bad play given the scenario. If he's going to be this popular, it's a bad. It's a bad play. Yeah, you know. It, it, I'll, I'll just agree to disagree with the folks that are advocating for Mullins. But you know, it realistically from a fantasy perspective and an ownership standpoint, if that many the percentage of your field and you've got. You know, a still decent chunk of players still playing on Week 18 because they're bored with not having fantasy to worry about, so they're just playing, picking up DFS again after a couple of weeks off. I just think, uh, you know, uh, those folks are going to be playing Nick, the Nick Mullins of the world, and I am going to get different uh, by playing Kyler, Dak, or uh, Tyrod Taylor. Uh, I, I just think it, it, it just behooves me to go in a different route. So... Anywho, uh, yeah, let's take a quick commercial break, and we'll be back after this, and we'll go into the against the spread, because uh, there's a lot to cover across these games, and uh, a couple of lines that uh, realistically are large, but you may still have to consider them. So stick around. We'll be right back. Don't go anywhere. The Fantasy Throwdown Podcast will be right back after our sponsors pay the bills. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back to the show. Hope you got your popcorn ready. All right, Pop. Week 18, otherwise known as the real preseason finale of uh, the NFL season. We have only a few matchups that truly matter. And basically... Half the league is playing all their backups with only about three or four games that actually matter. 
But hey, we, we still got to cover it. Uh, you know, we had Houston eliminate the Colts last night uh, in what was one of the dumbest displays of time management I have ever seen. In case anyone did not see that game, the Colts had a six point deficit, managed to not score any points, and ran a play for their third string running back. When they could have played a little bit faster, kicked the field goal with over uh, before the two-minute warning, and still had a chance to shut down Houston to get the ball back to force overtime with a field goal, or maybe score a touchdown. Played for one scenario, blew out their entire time. It was the worst t- the clock management, I, one of the worst clock management examples I had ever seen in my life. And I can only say... That maybe because it's a rookie head coach, it will improve over time. But that was literally one of the dumbest displays I've ever seen. But with that being said, we are going to move on because, frankly, I don't want to talk about that game at all. <laughs> like that, that was pain. That was absolute pain. So without much further ado, let's let's get right to a game that actually has some relevancy. Tampa. Needing to win, the fighting Baker Mayfields at eight and eight, uh, traveling to Carolina to play the Panthers. Tampa five and a half point favorites. Well, if if if, if, if Tampa can't can beat the the the, the Panthers, uh, well, they don't deserve to be the the, the playoffs anyway. But they will just emphasize it more. And, than and, well, well. To, to to be fair, the live betting odds have also shifted closer to uh, have actually shifted closer to Carolina. So realistically, when this opened, it was uh, at five and a half, and that's where the picks pools took it from. This line is actually three and a half. It's it's it, it, Tampa's only favored by three and a half. And either way, I keep looking at this saying, why? Are we even giving consideration for Carolina at the, given the season they had? Now, not to say that I actually trust Baker and his cohorts at all, but given how truly mediocre Carolina is across the board, I have to take Tampa even at five and a half because if they can't beat Carolina by six, you know. I, people were trying to say Baker's up for comeback player of the year. Comeback player of the year is for when you excel. Baker has been the definition of an average NFL QB. We've just had a lot of bad QB play this year in the NFL. But the, Baker has proven the point that he is what you are looking for as a benchmark QB that you want to have above that to be relevant. So to me... Like he is the definition of average or the mean uh, uh, that you uh, are looking for in a QB. Not not an actual comeback because that would mean he excelled. He didn't excel. He was basically the average. He's like Baker's like shooting the rapid. You go up, you go down. You go up, you go down. You go up, you, go, you know. I mean, two games they're like. Oh, Baker's really improved, and then he gave it two dog games. You know, I mean, it's been that way all season. 
I'm trying to remember if I've ever picked them on day one. Uh, every time I think I say, yeah, I think I'll go with Baker. I think they've turned it around. He shows me, nope. You know, like last week. <laughs> you know, so I, I don't know what you call comeback player of the year when you when erratic up and down. I it, it, look for Baker to be the comeback player of the year in that division today. They should have already clinched a playoff spot. So I know. Yeah, you know, so I, 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 somebody, it's just a matter of somebody has to win that division. You know, it's, they should have a rule where if it's that bad, you don't, you don't get, you forfeit, you forfeit a, a playoff spot. You, you, you put in somebody who is more in a, in a more competitive division, the runner-up gets it. Uh, it it's, I just, I just think you're rewarding teams for, for being terrible. Uh, and in that division, I mean, come on, you know. Hey, the, the, the divisions have to matter because the owner said so. It's, it's, it's ridiculous. That, the, 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 the middle of the country owner, uh, middle of the pack owners would uh, cry foul and veto that rule immediately. It would never get passed, Kelly. It's, 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 but it's, it's absolutely ridiculous. I mean, yeah, and they're actually going to get a home game. That's the other part that, that, that I think is, 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 is crap. That they actually will get a home game and, and probably play a team that won more than them and, and, and they have a home game. It's, hey, hey, hey. Remember, remember, Kelly, if we didn't have that stipulation, we never would have gotten uh, Marshawn Lynch's beast quake run against the Saints almost 10 well, actually, it's probably over ten years now. Uh, the Beast Quake run. Yeah, I know. I, look, I'm not. I'm not saying that the game you can't get a good game or whatever. But my thing is this: I'm not rewarding you with a home game. It's bad enough that I have to bring you into the playoffs. I am not giving you a home game in the playoffs against uh, a team that was in a much tougher division and played way better than you, and you're going to get a home game. It's, it's ridiculous. I, I, just because somebody has to win the division. they got to rethink that. they got to rethink that. that it, it makes, and this is about what? The third straight season that this, 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 this conference has been that bad? Oh, it's, it's been like about five years of this conference being this yeah, bad. Is like, uh, oh, somebody's got to win that. Even when Brady was there, it 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 it, it wasn't it wasn't a clear cut. Well, well, the, well, the Brady years were the only aberration was that Brady would just get enough wins to lock it yeah. lock it up. But it's like it like Brady's two years were the aberration to the rule. If you go back five six years, that division came down to the final weekend and. Basically, mo- like almost like, but like outside of the Tampa years with Brady, no team like had like more than uh, two wins above five hundred. So yeah, yeah. Uh, didn't somebody? Isn't it the same that somebody uh, hosted a playoff game when they were either five hundred or, or just yeah, or something like that? yeah. No, that's I happened. Um, think, I, I don't think I, I, a product as good as the NFL. You gotta figure out a way to fix that. Yeah, but all right, we we gotta get to the other game in that division. 
Uh, Arthur Blank, bless his heart. He, he Arthur Blank just needs to hire p- people that are competent. Uh, hopefully, he, he hopefully hopefully he fires Arthur Smith and actually brings in a real head coach. But maybe maybe Arthur Blank did something bad in his childhood I mean, <laughs> to get tortured like this. <laughs> he seems like a really really nice guy. <laughs> oh god! But anyway. Uh, the Saints hosting the Falcons. Saints uh, line open at four and a half. Uh, it's down to three, but we got to go with the four and a half line. Uh, you know, I, from my perspective, I'm on the Atlanta side because honestly, I still think it, it. Listen, we all know the issue with Atlanta. The quarterback situation is absolutely terrible. They they again. We we don't want to belabor the point. Atlanta could have traded for Lamar Jackson if they had to, but the NFL told them that they couldn't, so then they had to say that we were confident with our QB situation. That is exactly what happened. No matter what anyone will ever say, Atlanta wanted to trade for Lamar Jackson and got told by the NFL they couldn't because it would have vi- it would have violated what the NFL wanted to do, which was restrict guaranteed contracts. That like no one will ever admit that on camera, but that's exactly what happened. So that's why I feel bad for Arthur Arthur Blake because literally the uh, Falcons had the cap space; they could have guaranteed Lamar's contract. They'd easily be the number one seed. Uh, well, I wouldn't say easily be the number one seed, but knowing how strong the rest of that roster is, if you add Lamar to that team. It's almost a lock that they're the number one seed in the NFC and overall in the NFL if Lamar's on that squad. But right now, right now, Arthur Blank should have already bought a building in Chicago where he's staying all the time so that he can let them know that he's he's trading for Justin Fields. If if Atlanta does not trade for Justin Fields, I don't know what what else they can do. Like I like to me, it's the it's the most clear and obvious move. It's just you give up the farm and just get Justin Fields from Chicago, because you know the you know the Bears will if you if you entice them enough, the Bears' incentive to save money will override any idea of winning. So even 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 though there is a case to be made. That trading Justin Fields is the better option rather than paying him forty-five to fifty million dollars a year, because technically there's a case to be made that you could strategically draft the QB, reset the clock, and draft other players. But we know the Bears are functionally incompetent, so we we know that they can't execute that kind of a game plan. But technically, there's a case that could be made that they could go down that route. But anyway, let's get back to the game in, in hand here. Derek Carr could secure the division with a win against the Falcons, and thus, with that on the line, I'm automatically calling the bluff here that Derek Carr is going to have one of his worst games of the year. You know, I, I don't like how you 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 rag down Derek Carr. You know. <laughs> yeah. I want to see. I want to. This is actually one of the games I actually want to see. On red zone. I actually want to see if Derek Carr's going to play well today. Wait a minute. Who's, who's starting for Atlanta? It, 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 it's going to be Heineke again. Uh, 
didn't like Atlanta. I like their personnel. I think they have, you know, some good guys, you know, on the roster and stuff. They just can't get quarterback play. Uh, I, I would pick Atlanta to win this game easy. But to put my feet in Heineke, you know, I know on the other side I'm putting my feet in, in car, you know, but um, the game is in what? In, 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 it's in New Orleans. It's in New Orleans. I'll take the Saints only because of the home field. You know, I'll, I'll take the Saints. <clears throat> because if that crowd is raucous and, and whatever, I, I'm not depending on Taylor Heineke to bring me home. I, I you know, it, it, it's, it's, it's a pick em, but I'll, 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 give, I'll give New Orleans the edge because they're at home. Yeah. I mean, because basically, both these teams need uh, Tampa to lose in order to win the division because Tampa still has the inside. Lord knows this is this is so embarrassing. Lord uh, knows. <laughs> it's like... Let's, this... let's, let's not go over it again. How bad it is. Oh, man. Yeah, but it's like basically... Basically, it's a win and Bucks loss in your end scenario for both squads. But to me, this this screams... Derek Carr is going to end up bottling it somehow. We'll see how it goes. But I honestly think what the Falcons probably do this time, because in the first matchup, Olave had over 100 yards receiving, and they played man. I think if they play some zone, they could probably catch, uh, they could probably catch uh, uh, Carr in a couple of spots where he forces the ball in. I, I think they're going to mix it up a little bit. And, and throw Carr off enough because, like I said, I, I would take the chances on the other side against Carr in a high-stakes uh, matchup. But um, I see your point that, you know, it, it, it is Heineke, and frankly, uh, that, that that is reason enough to uh, to go go in the other direction. So I got you down for the Saints uh, four and a half. All right, well... That kind of covers the games of importance. Uh, let, let's talk about <laughs> let's talk about some of these other whoppers. Uh, Cincinnati uh, at home hosting a Cleveland team that is resting everyone under the sun. So you you, you got um, you got Dorian Thompson Robinson like you basically got everyone that you. Saw like flail away for Cleveland. <laughs> yeah, to me, to me, like the the Bengals are favored for good reason. Uh, the Bengals are favored by four and a half. There's almost no reason to pick the Cleveland side other than thinking that you know the backups might uh, might play well. Oh wait, you're breaking up there. Yeah, no, begin to die. All right, um, yeah, I, I they're, they're in trying to break this game down. Literally, this this comes down to Dorian Thompson Robinson. Is he can he actually show anything in the QB spot uh, for this game to be competitive? 
I, you know, I'm sorry. There's just no reason to to take the brown side on this. And the betting markets have already been uh, spiced up because Cleveland's almost a touchdown favorite now because everyone knows, like, who's playing on the other side for Cleveland today. Uh, It's not close. All right, Detroit hosting Minnesota. Uh, Minnesota. Minnesota. After that primetime debacle, they're going back to starting Nick Mullins under center. Why? Who knows? But let's just get this uh, this game out of the way. Nick Mullins cannot play Q- professional QB, even with the Lions resting people. Uh, Lions favor four and a half. I'm taking the Lions side because Dan Campbell will still play guys at least for the first half, and that's enough to beat Nick Mullins. Yeah, I'll, I'll take Detroit. I, I, you know, I, I, I don't see uh, uh, Mullins d- doing anything for me. Yeah, I mean, end of the day, Minnesota made their own bed with that decision to play the rookie. Knowing full well Nick Mullins couldn't play, but for whatever reason, that coach did not want to go back to Dobbs, even though he's still better than both of those QBs. Uh, whatever. Uh, I, it, it's not. It's not enough reason to care. Um, all right. So, uh, in the one o'clock window, what we still have uh, would be Bill Belichick in what could be his farewell matchup against the Jets. Patriots two and a half point favorites at Foxborough. Yeah, I take the Patriots. Wow, you. I- Wow, you didn't even hesitate. <laughs> oh well, I, I mean, you're picking, you're picking against the Jets. I mean, you know, I, I mean, the Jets have shown you any any amount of ways to get in your own way. The, the, you know, hey, I, I, the the Jets are fueled by the NFL inspirational comeback play. Oh wait, what the hell was the title they gave them? Uh, the Jets inspirational leader award. Yeah, yeah the inspirational. <laughs> Uh, jet, the, the most inspirational jet. Uh, I look, let me. There's so much of bullshit. I don't even want uh, <laughs> to. Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers for the four snaps he played this year is the inspirational jet award winner. One thing I'll tell Aaron Rodgers: it's okay when you're, you're in Green Bay with 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 one newspaper and one radio station to cover you. You know, even though it's got ESPN, but you see when you're in New York. With, with with all that coverage, you need to take a lower profile because it's it's ridiculous. I mean, I am so sick of Aaron Rodgers already. Haven't done shit for the year. And I keep going back to this. People talk about Aaron Rodgers as though he had They talk about Aaron Rodgers. they talk about Eli Mahomes. All of these guys have won more Super Bowls than Rodgers. Trust me. It, you know, and stop joining the MVPs. You know, I, I, I don't want to hear that. I, because my thing, it's the Super Bowl. Did you get into the playoffs? What did you do? Did you? He didn't even go back to another Super Bowl. So, to me, that is my indictment on Aaron Rodgers. As much as people want to talk about he's this and he's that. My thing is this. You had good teams, okay? Not not always great teams because Brady won with teams that weren't great. You know, you know how many Hall of Famers do you think you're gonna have 
from those Patriot teams. Not much, you know. So the 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 the, the only go to the Super Bowl once, once, and 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 then people acting as though he has five Super Bowl rings and you know six MVPs and 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 that, that, that you know the greatest thing is sliced bread. Uh, you know, baby might be a touch above him. No, no. I don't look at it that way. I don't look at it that way because you've been there. I've never seen you back there again. You know? So, I, uh, what, one went to what, two, three? Yeah, you know? Eli went to two. Peyton, you know, went to two. Uh, it's, he has never gone back to the, to the, to the Super Bowl. So I, you know, I I I, 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 don't, I don't like how you're raining on the inspirational award winner. Because, because he 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 he, he, he could he could have played on a ruptured Achilles, Gally. It's just and, that the it's just that the Jets said no, but he no, could have played. Look, I'm, I'm, look, like I said, I'm sick and tired of this thing. Is he a great quarterback? Yes, he's a. But stop talking like he's sliced the best thing since sliced cheese and. He's this and he's that. He's been to one Super Bowl. What I what I what what I'm waiting for is the news to come out that the Patriots are saying, "Yeah, Bill's Bill's stepping down and he's retiring." Only for Bill in less than a week to go sign with a team like oh, the no, Bill, Bill's going someplace. Else. Like only for Bill to sign with like a team like the Chargers or like. Or... I, I don't think they're gonna say he's stepping down. I think they're gonna say. They have agreed to part ways because they know he's going someplace else. So don't, don't act as though, well, he told me that he was tired, but then he goes to work for somebody else. No, no, no. I don't think they're going to look that stupid. I think they're going to just say now. Uh, we've now, the, qu- the, qu- the question is, because of the situation the NFL has on its hands with David Tepper in Carolina, at where Tepper doesn't know what he's doing, keeps firing people, and it's just basically a horror to work with. Does the NFL basically tell Tepper, "Listen, we 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 voted you in. We can't kick you out immediately. You got a bunch of money. Frankly, we don't know what to do with you. But here's Bill Belichick. He's just going to run everything. You just stay out of the way." Because technically, remember. This is kind of what they did when uh, uh, when they had Dan Snyder and they they lured Joe Gibbs out of retirement from running NASCAR to go run the uh, run the NFL operations for Washington again. That's essentially what they did because Snyder was firing people left and right, was kind of doing similar stuff. Not to the degree Tepper was. Tepper was like taking this to another level. So the NFL has a problem on its hands where. They need someone to rein in Tepper that has clout that Tepper has to respect. I don't think Bill would want to do that job, but if he wants complete control without getting questioned, that might be the only place he can do it at where the NFL basically will give him carte blanche and say, hey, fix this situation in Carolina and deal with this this clown that we got here. He doesn't know what he's doing. I don't know, because that thing with Tepper, I, look, the NFL, if this guy goes on, they may end up having to take that franchise away from him. I mean, you know how they do it. They they 
you get up in here and make you sell it or whatever. Because let me tell you something. Jerry Jones gets criticized. People say stuff about him, whatever, whatever, whatever. And I, can, I give Jerry Jones credit for one thing. He takes everything in stride, whether he curses behind closed doors or whatever, but he takes everything in stride. He's always kind of pleasant. You know, uh, mm-hmm. you know, he criticizes himself. You know, this nonsense that went on with him throwing that drink at fans, you, you, can't, you can't have that. You cannot have that. That is taking it a step too far. You know, so they better do something. They better do something about that guy. Whether they're going to send somebody in there to run the thing or whatever, but they got to rein that guy in. You can't have that guy. That's 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 the the the, the real plantation owner guy who you know. <laughs> it's 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 ridiculous. You can't do that. Oh yeah, because like he he thinks he could just buy like if there's a problem, I could just solve it with money and just buy someone and then fire the people I don't like. That's his attitude. Yeah, so if if, if error was a replaceable object, it's like, but yeah, the NF, yeah, NF, NFL NFL has never NFL has never operated in that fashion where yeah you could just uh, uh, take folks out and just say do whatever you want it's, it it just doesn't work that way. Well, the, the the problem I had with 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 what happened to him is that you are not even in your home stadium. You're in a, a, the 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 opposition stadium, and the fans. What do you think the fans are going to be loving you? What do you think happens to the, these guys when they go to other people's stadium? That's why they keep those glass closed. I have no idea how he wound up someplace where the window was open, where he could hear the other... What, what do you think? That, 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 the, 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 when the Patriots... Are be, be, the, the, I, so basically what they were saying is uh, the window was over because he 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 was getting upset at getting heckled by the fans there, so he wanted to heckle back at like. And there's a lot of don't start it if you can't take it. This this is this is the problem. Then this is why I think the NFL is going to have to have a sit down with him, yes, postmortem, because going to. It, he's gonna he's going to create a liability concern for them if if he's this this. This thin skinned, because yeah. you know even Snyder, for when he had his moments, stayed without doing confrontation. The fact that he was doing confrontations, like on the like you don't That's not good. you that do works. you do not want to get you do not want to get banned from other teams of radio because that's what's going to start happening. Other owners are going to just tell him you're not welcome. <laughs> yeah, it, 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 you can't you can't have that. What happened to him, you can't have. Uh, you, 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 hey, don't forget, with all that money you make, you know why? Because of those people down there. You know, it's, it's that. Because the minute you start doing that, uh, you're messing with the money. Yeah. Because And at the end of the day, as rich as he may be compared to the other owners, no, the shield no, 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 protects the shield. That's the no, lesson no, today, no, folks. Don't, don't the, mess with the money. The shield protects the shield. Oh, no, it doesn't yeah, matter how rich you are. Yeah, you can't. That, what, I mean, and, and, and he, he, he can't deny it. You see him throwing the drink. 
and and he was like some little teenage kid that 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 couldn't take a heckle. Yeah. I mean, you can't, can't you can't have that. They yeah. gotta do something. I know they're gonna do something because, like I say, it's about the money. Yep, exactly. Uh, that, that's that's messing with the money. So I All know right. they're gonna. We're going to do something with it. All right. Hold on. Oh, uh, we're going to take a quick break, and then we'll be back with the afternoon uh, games. Don't go anywhere. The Fantasy Throwdown Podcast. We'll be right back after our sponsors pay the bills. Welcome back to the show. Hope you got your popcorn ready. All right, we're back, and for the afternoon games, whew, man, this 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 is a rough one. All right, <laughs> uh, let's talk about uh, Seattle and Arizona. Ooh, okay, <laughs> uh, you got the Seahawks at Arizona. Seahawks favored by three. No, I'll, I'll, I'm taking Arizona. You're going to take the Arizona side of the matchup? All right. Yeah. I, 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 the Seahawks might be done. I, I, you know, I, Arizona is just it's playing. They're playing fast and they're playing loose. Uh, I, 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 I think, I, I think Arizona, Arizona always give them fits to begin with. So, you know. I I I I I think I, I like Arizona in this. this. All right. I, yeah. It's fair. It's, I, I I mean I, I I can't I can't necessarily push back on it because of how uh, lackluster the close of the yeah. finish has been for the Seahawks. It's yeah. just you know yeah. they they uh, they, they, they they just have they did not have the the closing. Uh, oomph that you need that you would expect out of a playoff team that i thought they would have had i thought they would have had that but they, they now part they part of it is the running backs did get banged up towards the end of the yeah. year so they really couldn't do the heavy run game that they're usually known for but they have just not been able to run the ball uh, effectively yeah. the, the close of the year um all right uh what else do we have in the four o'clock window <laughs> yeah Dallas can win the division if they beat the Commanders. Dallas, 13.5-point favorites. Uh, 13? Yeah, 13.5. In Dallas Washington. Had, Dallas had the Commanders? Yeah. Uh, uh, look, I don't... I don't see Dallas covering that. I think they can win the game 13 and a half. I, I, I don't know. I, you know, I, I don't know. Because it's wet. It's slushy. Uh, you know, I... It I, might I, be I, Sam Howell under under center. Just, 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 just to be clear, it might be Sam Howell under center. Yeah, I know. I, I, I didn't tell you that Washington could score, but but I don't I don't know if Dallas is going to score that much either. I, I which which Mike McCarthy is going to come out the 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 dummy at the end of the game last week or I mean that guy he 
he is lucky that that ref blew that call and that was more the topic of conversation more than than if they had if they had lost the game like they should have and the topic would have been what he what he that 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 series before you know and and calling that that pass play when you know you need the clock to go down uh it, it's to me it didn't get as much play because of the 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 thing with the refs uh blew in the call and and people are pissed off at the NFL you know but um it's it's i i you know i know a lot of people always mock makati and is there but you know what i, I just going to have to say that makati is a bad coach because he has been in this business too long made those mistakes and people talk about it for so long and then i mean i'm watching that game saturday night and i'm like you got to be kidding me you can't be calling a pass play there you know you run the ball you run the clock down you punt and detroit don't have any more time you know they they may get off two plays or, or whatever and then it's it's the old tip tip the ball tip drill to to go yeah and 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 instead of that he just he just brought them back in the game and they basically lost that game man that they, you know i count that game as a loss hey they're going to win the division so it's a yeah. win it's a win just hey hey hey, hey. No, it's a gift it's a gift it's not a win it's a it's a, it's a W. It's a okay. W anyway you slice it. Blew the call and blew it big time. Uh, it, look, you know only the, only the NFL only the NFL can know that their refs blew a play, still try to blame it on the players, and then shoot uh, then film a video showing that the players made a mistake. While confirming that the referee screwed up, because everyone watched the tape, it came back with the same reaction. It's like we're more confused than ever because technically they show the 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 line players did what they were supposed to do, and the NFL is trying to say you did not see that. They did not report. That's what I tell you. You know, it's bad when the NFL can't can't. Wiggle their way out of it by. They 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 tried they tried the Jedi mind trick. It didn't work this time. And it didn't work. Yeah, yeah. No, these are the droids we're looking for. (laughs) You know, yeah. These are these are them. That that's them. You know, it's 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 bad. It was bad. And like I said, the NFL McCarthy's got to be sending checks to the NFL because the NFL and the referees took the heat, which they should. Because it blew the game, so there was so much about that that they didn't put more emphasis on that dumbass play that that McCarty called. I I have no idea, no idea. To me, the NFL, the, the, I I think the referee basically saved McCarty's job because I can't see if they lose that game. Okay, if they lose that game, and and then when Philly said uh, you need more help, and we, we're gonna lose to the Cardinals, and even put it deeper, and 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 help them out, but 
to me, that play would have gotten more, more, more airtime if 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 the Cowboys lose that game, which yeah. they basically did. Yeah. But anyway, we got we got to keep moving because like t- talking about the Cowboys and the Commanders. I mean, we're getting we got we got nothing. We got no juice. I, I, I like the Cowboys. I don't know about that. That 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 among the points. Uh, you know, the Commanders make everything possible. Yeah, I'm telling you, it's Sam Howell, Bob. I'm I'm telling you, well, Sam Howell could. Uh, I'm telling you, Sam Howell could like I, I haven't looked at the props yet, but Sam Howell throwing a pick six. That that might like depending on like <laughs> uh, the, depending on like how uh, how how the uh, how the props are looking like a defensive touchdown for the Cowboys today. Not that crazy of a not that crazy of a of a, a scenario. But, because the uh, the the, you know the 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 prop the prop the prop on the prop on Sam Howell throwing a pick today is minus uh, is minus two uh, two hundred, and like that that like that's how that's how that's how you know uh, the 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 betting the betting uh, books like do not trust uh, uh, Sam Howell whatsoever. Well, here's what we're gonna I'm gonna do. If it's Sam Howell all the way, I, I, I'm picking the Cowboys to cover. Because well, you, well, so here's the thing. Apparently, Brissett, they said, didn't re- still didn't really practice that much this week because of the hamstring. Now, is Jacoby Brissett being along the lines of, listen, this team is terrible. I've already looked good in relief for this team already. I don't need to be taking these shots at, at this stage of my career. It just said, let, "I'll let the kids uh, sink on his own." Yeah, I, you know, because I had picked Washington last week, but I, I was of the opinion. Yeah, it, 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 it like started. Well, the the Brissett, the issue with Brissett, he popped up so late on the injury report that it, it, it to me it's like, did Jacoby Brissett just set up Sam Howell to fail because? Brissett took all the snaps last week, then pulled out late. Howell looked terrible, and now he's got a matchup against Dallas where, let's be honest, even with him taking the snaps this week, it ain't gonna make that much of a difference. No, like no, with I'm, with I'm, as much of a I'm, with as many ball hogs that Dallas has and the with the meatballs Howell will serve up at times, yeah, uh, there's a real chance there's a pick six in this game. Uh uh, uh, for the Cowboys, it, it's just the way it's the way Howell plays. He plays so reckless in the QB spot that I, 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 I just I look at this and say, you know, it's a lot of points, but there's probably a defensive touchdown coming in this game. So I, I'm on the Cowboys side. Not that I love the Cowboys side, but the way Howell plays, uh, there, there's a real chance of a defensive touchdown. Yeah, I, I have heard people saying that they think Sam Howell is a good quarterback. Uh, and those and, and those and those and those people should should be questioned. But I yeah, I am I, I am I am not I am not dwelling on that. It's like yeah, there's too no, there's no. too many folks that are just saying nonsense at this point, hoping for anything to latch onto for NFL QBs. It's a bad situation. Let, let's just be honest. Um, all right, moving on. 
we've got Green Bay still with a chance to make the playoffs, uh, hosting the Bears. Packers three and a half point favorites. The the, the one problem I have with the Packers, I, I I know he's a young kid, and young people always. I I I. I, I wish that Jordan Love could be a little more quiet. You know, uh, it's, you know, I, I like the Packers. I think they should win at home. I think that, they, you know. So but, so, so your comment is more about Jordan Love and talking in the media. I, just let you play do your talking for you. Take Take it easy, guys. Take it easy. You haven't done anything yet. You know, it's it's just too much. My too stats much. look great, though. Yeah, that, that, those kind of... and Some of the talk I'm hearing worries me that he's not as solid as I think he is. You know, because... I, you know, he's talking more and more like he's playing as good... He's not playing as good as CJ Stroud. And he's talking like if he's playing way better. Uh, you know, I, I I like him a lot. You know, but he needs to take it easy. He needs to take it easy. Well, I, I don't know where you're landing on your pick yet, but I, I actually think this is the perfect spot. The Bears know they can knock this team out of the playoffs well, for good. I'm on the Bears side. Well, that's what I say. I like Jordan Love, but I... I think he's setting it up where where Justin Fields is gonna doesn't have anything to lose, you know, can afford to play loose, and you don't want Justin Fields on the loose, uh, you know, on your team. Uh, I think it's a perfect spot for the for the Bears to to to, to go in and upset the Apple card. and but- they can do it. Because like um, the Packers are that much better than the Bears. Well, the, well, the and the other issue that the Packers are running into is the rec- we're going to be waiting until near kickoff to find out which receivers for the Packers are healthy enough to play this game. The Packers receivers have been getting injured in and out the last five weeks, and so we keep losing Packers receivers left and right. You know, Wicks went out in the middle of the game last week when he was having a monster game. Uh, with a chest injury, they're saying maybe he was getting rested for next week. I'm still not convinced on that. Watson might not, might be good to go. Uh, Reed might be okay for this game. We don't even know yet. It, it, it's so up in the air who is actually playing for the Green Bay wide receiver core that there's no consistency. If there's no consistency, I'd rather play with the team that's got the hot hand and the better defense, and I think the Bears have the better defense to close out the uh, close out the year. Yeah. I, I, you know, to me, the Packers may end up winning this game by a field goal, but the Lions three and a half. I'd, yeah. I'm okay yeah. with I'm okay with taking the Bears side of this one, yeah, but I, yeah. I but it, it's not going to shock me if the Bears win this one outright. Yeah, the same here, the same here. I, I, I think they're giving them too much bulletin board material. You know, the, 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 and, and, and like I say, sometimes when you're playing on the road, it's us against the world and you, you, you can be more focused. Yeah. Yeah. 
Uh, all right, we got a bunch of games that don't really matter, but uh, l- let's get through them. Uh, the Chargers, what's left of them, versus the backups of Kansas City, because uh, Mahomes and everybody else are sitting this week, so uh, uh, Chargers favored by a point and a half at home, even though they have no fans. Um, who's, who's, who's the quarterback for Kansas City? Blaine Gabbert. <laughs> I don't like how you said that. Blaine Gabbert is still in. The, you know, it's some of these players, when you call their name, it's like, wait a minute. Is he still in the NFL? Yeah. I don't like how you say that. I'm telling you. It's. it's, it's uh, hey, he's making his first start since 2018. But I don't like how you said that. They're in Kansas City? Uh, no, they're, they're in Los Angeles. Uh, all right, I, I'll, I'll take the charges. I, 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 don't, I don't like how you said that about uh, Blaine Gabbert. Like, he's an NFL veteran. These guys, these guys, and, and it's a lot of money now. Yeah, it's a good you gig. Know? It's a good gig holding that clipboard. Blaine Gabbert should be working at Walmart. Hey, hey, hey. He, he could be Trader Joe's. Why, 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 why you gotta be Slater? Like he seems like a nice enough guy. He can work. He, you if, know, he can. What if I send a letter to to to, to the commissioner and, and claim I should be able to send some money for me? Because they're giving away money. You know, they're just giving money away. Some of the people that's <laughs> collecting checks. I, I mean, you know, it's it's just it's just giving money away. Some of these sports franchises. You know, like, like, Oh, my God. Anyway. Yeah, but let's go at another game. Uh, The Raiders hosting the Broncos. Jared Stidham still playing because the the, the Broncos need to see more of what they got in them. I'll take the Raiders, you know, and, you know. You didn't even hear the line. You didn't even hear the line. The Raiders favorite two and a half, but. Yeah. I don't need to, to uh, the, uh, and, and uh, you know, that loss last week, I it, I should have gotten a win. I thought that the Raiders kind of like was lackluster in the first, you know, in the first half. I, I don't think they, they figured out what they wanted to do. You know, they should have won that game. Yeah. They should have won that game. Yeah, no, the, the 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 Raiders, the Raiders basically got caught up trying to make Aiden O'Connell look functional. I think, and the way uh, we talked offline about this, I think Antonio Pierce was auditioning for a job because they were so run heavy that he wanted to show that he could be more rounded by having them pass the ball. But honestly, I thought it cost him the game because O'Connell is not a real. It, like I've seen enough of O'Connell saying. He needs to make massive improvements in his pass recognition in the offseason and his vertical throwing to be an NFL QB. To me, like he needs massive work. But I understand if you're Antonio Pierce auditioning for the gig, winning the game against the Colts by just running the ball probably might not be enough given the fact that Bill Belichick's available. Harbaugh might be available. 
It's like you, there, there, there's so many there's so many guys uh, with name cachet that yeah he's gonna have to try to show multi dimensions in his approach. So I get why they were throwing the ball so much, but in the in the context of what I was looking at it of actually just winning the game outright, it, it cost them the game. Look, let me tell you something. Here's what I I just look at. Okay? I don't want to hear about whether you're throwing the ball or whatever, whatever. My thing is, can you get the guys to play for you? The Raiders blew this when they hired McDaniels. They should have kept that interim coach that took over for, for Gruden. Because he got that team to play, and they should have, they should have made it into the playoffs, okay? And they should have just let him continue. No, oh, we gotta, we gotta have this new process. Yeah, it, the 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 Basat, the Basat, the Basatia misfire. Um, you know, it, we we look at it. The, we look at it the same way. The, we look we look at it the same way. We look at the Steve Wilkes. Uh, um, right. snub. It's like, Basaccia and Steve Wilkes both should have had a chance to yeah. at least coach a year yeah. with, uh, with the teams that, the rosters that they were given. Um, but Carolina and the Raiders both decided to, uh, uh, stub I their toe. To and a big splash. Yes. To, to, are we going on a coaching search? Are we going into yeah. a lot of people? Yep. You know, they, they, you know. It's 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 the dumbest thing uh, when you have it right there. It, 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 like, yeah, well, it, well, it, well, a lot of a lot of times they listen. They like to be flashy. NFL yeah. owners, it's an ego thing. They like to be flashy. A lot of owners like to be flashy, and so they they like to make it sound like they're doing a lot of big things. But and that being said, uh, we we uh, we gotta cut. Co- we gotta cover. Uh, we gotta cover this, 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 uh, this lovely, uh, matchup where, uh, you've got San Fran with Sam Darnold on the center against the Rams who basically are resting everyone except Puka, uh, who just needs like five, like either, I think it was four catches and... 35 yards to set the all-time rookie receiving record. But everyone else on the Rams is resting. Uh, if I'm the right, the right you got guy, you got Carson Wentz. <laughs> I'd even rest him. They they they're, they're trying to get Puka the record and yeah. basically if you're a Rams fan, you are praying Carson Wentz doesn't get anyone injured. Well, that's what I'm saying. Uh, have you seen Carson Wentz lately? You know, so I don't know. But we'll see. Um, I, 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 you gotta make a pick here? Yeah, yeah, uh, well, ni- I, I, Niners I, favored I, by three and a half. San Fran? Yeah. Yeah, I, I'll take that. I'll take that. All I'm right. not gonna be playing anybody anyway. All right, and... We have Philly trying to save the division with a Dallas loss. They need a Dallas loss. How Philly got themselves in this spot is beyond me. But Philly, six-and-a-half-point favorites on the road at the Meadowlands to play the RG men. Uh, 
I, I'll be honest. I actually like I actually like Tyrod and the Giants to oh, okay, cut. Good. So we think in the same way. Not that the fact that I'm a Giants fan. Yeah, I, the the Philly secondary is looking so bad that as soon as you saw. So the thing is, in the second half of the game, the Giants outplayed Philly. And once uh, once Tommy Cutlets was uh, sent sent to the meat packing district, um, you know Tyrod came in. Moved the ball easily, showed that he's the best QB on the roster by a mile. The Giants' offense was actually functional. It was actually looking like something that Dable can work with, and that's the problem. Yeah. Philly, they look so injured on offense because Hertz is incredibly banged up. This is a very tricky game for Philly, in my opinion, because you need. You need to be able to knock Tyrod Taylor out of the game to get DeVito back in there, yeah. which which can easily happen. That's but right. what I'm saying is, if it's six and a half, uh, to me, yeah, I think Philly wins, but I think it's probably closer to four. And uh, th- that's the thing. It, it, this line, it, The line opened at close to seven. The pick pool was at six and a half. The current line is Philly favored by five. I honestly think Philly wins this game, and it's probably like a 31-27 kind of game. And yes, that's a lot of points for the Giants, but have you seen the way Philly's secondary has been playing lately? Like This is the problem for Philly. Philly has been trying to win shootout games because they can't stop anyone, and Yes, the Giants were like uh, had a uh, scored over uh, seventeen points in the second half with Devito benched that in one half. Like I'm, this is where I'm saying the Giants could actually win this game. Like everyone's saying, it's like if if Dallas trips up against Washington, Philly still has a chance at the division. The assumption of a win against the Giants is a big assumption, given the way that defense is playing. If the Giants play anything close to how they played last week, they're going to whip Philly's ass. I think so. And the, 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 the Giants don't have uh, anybody that they say that, that's... Unless uh, unless I'm seeing guys pulling up with u hauls by the Meadowlands, so I'm thinking that the Giants are taking the time off, and I don't think so. And and so and the thing and the week. thing of it is, I'm seeing a lot of folks getting nervous because folks are saying the Giants could have still have a chance to being a top three pick if they lose this game, or they could fall out of the top ten entirely. And I'm looking at this saying the Giants are focused on making sure Philly doesn't win the division. I I, I think the Giants are actually going to go for this game. Mara, I I don't I think Mara sees the chance of making sure Philly doesn't win the division. Mara is going to push for this. Let me tell you something, okay? I don't. I, yeah, I know everybody talk about the pick, the pick, the pick. But do you realize? Do you realize the Rams is in the playoffs? The Rams haven't had a first round pick. <laughs> In about three seasons. Uh, well, so they, how the hell are they getting Puka and 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 and, and, we, and all, all of this they, they hit on fifth round draft picks, seventh okay. round draft picks. Okay. Listen, so, you, the, 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 so here, so here, here, here's the issue. This puts a lot of pressure on a guy like Shone. 
Because basically, Shone and Dable have to convince Mara that they can actually get a QB without having to draft one and still be better than having Daniel Jones be the starting QB again next year. That's what it comes down to. Look, like, like I said, do your job. You understand? Because these these first wrong picks, they're no guarantees. They're guarantees. Yeah. You know. Yeah, yeah. You I mean, did we did we think CJ Stroud was better than Bryce Young? Yes. Did I think C.J. Stroud was this much better than Bryce Young to start off with? No. No No one did. It's not even close how good C.J. Stroud Because we evaluated C.J. Stroud probably closer to a B-plus prospect in terms of a QB. We thought he was B-plus. He's been an A-plus. And he might might add an extra plus to that because, to be honest, C.J. Stroud's rookie year has been better than, like in my opinion, he he's been better than Andrew Luck. Oh yeah! That, like to me, that like the throws he's been able to make and some of the decision making. C.J. Stroud's going to lead the NFL in touchdown to interception ratio. He's going to lead in ratio, and he's second in passing yards. He's he's again. If it's not Lamar, C.J. Stroud is a top three NFL MVP candidate. In his rookie year, there is no way anyone saw that. So, again, to your point, the uh, the draft is a almost randomized draw, and a lot of times the evaluators still get it wrong. Yeah, you do your job, do your job. Yeah. But I, it, it, I, it, but it's not like you can't get a system QB to run it. The Giants can get someone to run. They're they're. It, you can look at you can you can even look at a Jaden uh, Jaden Daniels. Well, my only problem with Jaden Daniels, I love him as a quarterback. I just think he's 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 so slip. Oh yeah, no, no. The, the issue with Jaden Daniels is you're worried if he's going to break apart like oh, oh, on the first hit. But anyway. But with that being said, because we're we're we're, we're going to be running a little bit long, um, let's uh, let's get to let's let's get to the division games that matter the most. So we got uh, Jacksonville going into Tennessee. Mike Vrabel is going to want uh, uh, Doug Peterson's head on a uh, on a pike. Uh, Jacksonville can win the division and the AFC South if if they beat Tennessee. I think Vrabel's going to win this game. Me personally, it, it it's not that Tennessee has something to play for; it's how much Jacksonville has to lose. You never know what the situation is with Trevor Lawrence, and I know the better coach is on the Tennessee side already. And I know Mike Doug Peterson has a Super Bowl ring. I I already know this. Mike Vrabel's the better coach. I'm just going to say it right there. Yes, Peterson won a Super Bowl. Frable's the better coach. I'd rather take. I'm taking. I'm taking the side of the. And we we already saw this matchup. We talked about this matchup when we were down in Miami, in a in a vacuum, like in a in a simulation scenario. 
This is a scenario where Jacksonville has a monster game. The Jags won somebody over uh, $300,000 that day because of the pass vacuum that Tennessee runs. Yes, you can. if you want to roll the dice again, all things being equal, uh, Christian Kirk is, is getting activated. He's a game-time decision. On paper, when healthy and everything, everything's running fine, this is a perfect spot for Jacksonville, and they need to win this game. Reality of the situation is, Jacksonville's a mess. The secondary's a mess. Lawrence and everybody else on the Jags is pretty much banged up outside of Evan Ingram because you got ETN's banged up. Ridley's got a little bit of a a, a, a little bit of an issue going on on his end, which uh, popped up on the injury report. There's a lot of issues going on with the Jags. They don't look entirely healthy, and if I'm the Jags. Do I really feel like playing in the playoffs next week? I, 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 truth be told, do, does that Jacksonville team strike you as a team that actually wants to play in the postseason? Yeah, I, 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 um, I, I, I think I look for Tennessee for the upset in this game. They, they don't have anything to play for. They're going to be loose. Uh, you know, I, I, I think you know. Like I said. In a, in a simulation scenario where all things being equal, I I would I would still have some shares of Jacksonville from a DFS side and fantasy side. Well, regular fantasy is over, but for DFS, I would still have shares of Jacksonville uh, players. But the the scenario that I'm talking about here is specifically when you're trying to win a game by any means necessary. I'd rather have a junkyard dog like Tennessee because this this game screams ugly. It screams lower scoring game. I I'm I'm just not seeing the scenario. Jacksonville got the dream scenario the first matchup a couple of, uh, uh, a little over a month ago. I don't see that scenario playing out the same way this time around in Tennessee. I I. Maybe lightning strikes twice and Jacksonville like puts up the numbers again on them. I don't see I don't see it playing out that way. I I just don't. They got the dream scenario the first time around. I I, I think it's a much tougher ask this second go around with Tennessee knowing what plays uh, uh, work well against them last last time around. So uh, I'm on I'm on the Tennessee side. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I'm taking I'm taking Tennessee. All right, so that leads us to the finale, Sunday Night Football. Dolphins hosting the Bills, the AFC East on the line. Bills favored by three and a half on the road. I'm, I'm taking the Bills. I'm taking the Bills. Wow, well, you didn't I, even I, hesitate. Yeah, like I'm building it up. You didn't even I, hesitate on that. Look. It's not that I like the Bills. I think the Bills have underachieved all season. But yeah, look, I think the Dolphins have given a new word, uh, a new name to the word fraud. I, I, I and you know what? I, I think the coach is a fraud also. Uh, you know, it's it's it's. Oh, uh, I, I, well, I I know you were going in on Mike McDaniel quite a bit. I, I'll. I, and I'll let you give your piece on it because of uh, the Bradley Chubb situation. So 
I'll, I'll let you say your piece. Well, the, the problem I have with, 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 with him is that, and I've, I haven't seen anybody ask him this, I want to know, how do you get your best defensive player hurt in a game that was a blowout? How, how is, why is he still on the field? When you know if you win next week, you win in the division, everything is everything. How do you get him hurt? And and is anybody is only I watching that game to know that you didn't have a chance against the Ravens? You, you think that, that just because you made that miraculous comeback last season that Lightning is going to strike twice? And just to put it into context for everyone, Bradley Chubb was injured late in the second half yes. against the Ravens when Miami was down over three scores. That that that, that they were down twenty. He they were down twenty twenty uh twenty to the Ravens when Bradley Chubb got hurt. To me that's coaching malpractice. I, I'm telling you. It's the second to last game of the season. You you in the playoffs. You already clinched a playoff spot, so you're gonna be in the playoffs. Yeah, and and, that, and that's the other thing folks need to understand. That that's the that's the other piece that I don't think people understood. Miami, because of all the scenarios playing out, and you get this information relayed to you in real time by the assistants as to what you need. Miami had already clinched the playoff spot based off of how some of those matchups were going. So they were already going to be in no matter what. So as long as you're in the playoffs, your priority is making sure guys are healthy. Trying to chase a win and a long shot win at that to win the division a week early was one of the most reckless things I've ever seen. I'm telling you, that, that would have been like Harbaugh playing, you know, you know, all his players yesterday and, 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 and getting his quarterback hurt. It's, 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 it makes no kind of damn sense. You know, it, it's, it's, and I, I, I don't think they, they, they paid enough attention to that. You know why? Because it was a defensive player. It was a defensive player, and, uh, you know, and actually, the, the only coverage that I, that got picked up, and, you know, is because it's a Watt brother, but, when the Steelers were playing and saw that T.J. Watt went down, no one was saying that T.J. Watt needed to be out of that game. Like, the Steelers and Ravens were scrapping for every yard in that game. Watt had to play that game. Uh, like, they, he had to play that game. He couldn't come out early. It's just unfortunate that he got injured. But that's a, that's a rational situation where you had, a bad, you had bad luck on your side, but Watt had to be in that situation. The way Bradley Chubb got hurt, that was insane. Like, there's no way Bradley Chubb. Uh, uh, and it's it's way different because the Steelers won that game and they still haven't clinched a playoff spot. So you needed all hands on deck. That wasn't the scenario with, with, with Miami. Yeah, you were in the playoff already and you were getting your ass kicked in that game. Get your guys out. Get your guys out. We, we we'll catch them tomorrow. That, that's what you, 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 it's got to be like. The fact that you left him in there, and now you, you got to play without him, and you can actually lose the division. I, I, I don't get it. I just don't get it. Yeah. You know. But, Eddie, I mean, from my end, <laughs> yeah. Uh, 
realistically, I don't trust Josh Allen. But from a fantasy perspective, I trust Josh Allen is going to make it about him no matter what. So from that aspect, I expect okay. this I expect this game to be higher scoring. Now, do I do I do I like the fact that the Bills are favored in this game? No. I would rather target the over 48 on this game than anything else. I, I think over 48 is 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 fine to bet. Uh, th- to me, this is the classic walk away spot because you know I don't trust the Bills and I definitely don't trust the Dolphins. No, the, the, no. To me, I would rather back the Dolphins side as an underdog at home in a game that they want to win badly. That's my pick. If I had to pick it, but I'm a, I'm more than okay walking away from this game and only betting the over because I don't trust either one of these squads with my money. <laughs> like I, so I expect both of these teams, uh, regardless. I'm probably going to be picking against both. Uh, I I think Buffalo will probably figure out a way to win this game, but it would not shock me if Josh Allen threw a crippling interception to cost the Bills the season. Right off the bat, but if the Bills win this game, I am still picking the opposing sides to knock off Miami and Buffalo. That's the way I look at it. I don't trust either one of these teams as playoff teams. I don't think either one of them is a good team. The the issue that I have with Miami is that against every good team that plays a solid game, they've gotten worked. Their only notable win of the year is against Dallas when Dallas was... I don't even know what Mike McCarthy was thinking on some of the play calls that he did. But, but like, that's literally Miami's only win. Buffalo, the less said the better about so many of the mental mind gaps the Bills have dealt with this year that I cannot trust either one of these squads in the playoffs. Because, again, the playoffs are more of a reflection of the things you do that are somewhat intelligent. And I just don't feel great about the idea of some of these teams uh, being in the mix of uh, playoff spots. It's like, to me, as much as, you know, we don't think Joe Flacco's like an elite QB, he can at least play somewhat controlled and the defense can win enough. I Do I trust either one of these teams to go in and beat Cleveland? Nope. Because I don't. Because neither one of these teams has shown me that they are consistently intelligent enough to run the basics of beating a a tough defense. Because in the playoffs, you're going to have to go up against at least one or two tough defenses in your playoff run. I'm not convinced either one of these teams can get it done. Yeah, I, I'm there with you. I'm there with you. I I, I don't. I don't see either of those these teams. Uh, you know, I think I think Miami is a one and done in the playoffs, and I think the same thing for Buffalo. You know, so so I, I, so for for a picks pool, I'm probably going to take the Miami side, but actual betting wise, I'm staying away from this game. I, I would probably just bet the over, and then I'll, for fantasy, I'll probably be focused on playing uh playing the buffalo side of the matchup 
and they can say what they want. There is still something going on with Stefan Diggs and Josh Allen. Uh, it's like uh, well, it's like it, it, it is clear. It is clearly obvious that no. Josh Allen is intentionally not uh, uh, focusing on his best player. Well, the problem I have with it is that how are you going to tell me you're playing the Patriots? Yeah, I know. I know Belichick. Takes sometimes takes away your best player, but I wasn't really seeing that last week. No, I I just he just wasn't throwing the ball Diggs's way, and it's not just last week; it's the last couple of weeks. Uh, he is intentionally freezing out Stefan Diggs and making life harder for the offense. Well, it's it's well. Some people are saying that since they they stopped going to Stefan Diggs, they have won. They it, have won five in a row. Here, here, here's the here's the context to that. Have you seen the teams that they played? A lot of it comes. A lot of it comes. A lot of it comes down to. It's not the decision to go to digs was the problem. It's the fact that Josh is not accurate. Period. He is not. His accuracy has gone regressed. He's he's looking closer to his first three years. Before Dable got his hands on him, then uh, what he's looked like in the last uh, uh, two and a half years. That the, the, my issue, my issue with Josh Allen is he's regressing further to where he started his career, and it shows you how good of a coach Brian Dable is because he made Josh Allen have people thinking that he was the best QB in the league, and he got Daniel Jones a hundred a uh, hundred plus million dollar contract. That's why I say Brian Dable is one of the best coaches in the league, and the Giants are fortunate to have him as a coach because, man, he can make guys look a lot better than they actually are. Uh, so you know, uh, yeah. So I, 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 I don't. Well, like I said, I don't expect much from the Bills. I think they're gonna. I think they're gonna get into the club because I think they're gonna beat Miami. You know, because Miami looks like, you know, you know, you know those guys, uh, you're the guy with the ball. Uh, so when you come, you get to pick the people to play with you and you, the game got to go the way you go. Because if not, you take your ball and you go home. So everybody else does what you want. To me, Miami is like that. Uh, you got to play the way I want. And you, you gotta be back slack, and we can throw the ball all over the place, and we can run, and you know all these things, and you know you have bad reads, and we run up the score, and yeah, you let us do what we want to do. To me, that's that's the way Miami is. Uh, it's 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 ridiculous. I I I, I it, it's. I've never seen a team with a, win, a winning record that looks like a below 500 team. It, it, it's, it's the way they get beat. I mean, Miami is the winningest team to ever have so much lopsided loss in a season. I don't think if you go back, you can all, you ever see a, another team that get whooped so bad for a team with a winning record. You know, they didn't lose those games. They got beat up in those games. Yeah. Yeah. So, I don't know. Well, you know, like I said, 
Yeah, exactly. All right, Callie, I'll let you go. We'll we'll, ca- we'll catch up during some of these games and uh, yeah. uh, talk it through. But yeah, we got some, we got a we got a number of stinkers and then a couple of ones that we we really got to focus in on. But uh, I'll catch you later. Okay, sir. Take All right, take it easy. All right, folks, we'll have some final thoughts uh, right after the break, uh, so stick around. Don't go anywhere. The Fantasy Throwdown Podcast will be right back after our sponsors pay the bills. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, so to recap, a number of <laughs> terrible matchups, but I do think you're going to see some tighter games than expected. So expect Jacksonville and Philly to have issues in games that they absolutely need to win. I'm looking at Dallas and saying, you know, the commanders realistically have packed it in. This is going to be on Dallas to choke this game away because... Washington is not putting up any resistance, and I honestly think that uh, you'll have a team like Seattle already looking to pack it in. They they can't make the playoffs. I think Arizona does do quite well against them. So from a fantasy perspective, uh, look at the target uh, quarterbacks that I think could have a good upside. So I'm looking at Kyler Murray. I'm looking at Tyrod Taylor. I'm looking at Dak Prescott. Because I do think that there's going to be scoring opportunities on those sides to make it work. And then because of all these backups playing, uh, this is why it's a low bankroll week uh, in terms of... Because like, you're going to have to hit on some of these dudes. I'm looking at Ronnie Rivers for the Rams. I'm looking at uh, Pierre Strong for uh, Cleveland. These guys are playing minutes because... These teams don't want to risk uh, the actual starter. So they're so cheap, you, you almost have to consider it. And then Zamir White, while not a back, well, he is a backup, but he, he has started. The Raiders are still going to run the ball because I think they showed last week, yeah, we can throw the ball around, but we're not ready to throw the ball. I think they give a heavy dose of Zamir White today. And so that's why I think he is going to be probably on the winner somewhere in terms of uh, the way the Raiders are going to play. Uh, Fancy-wise, uh, he's going to be out there for the running back. So I think you can do three running backs today, um, builds, and then try to price in C.D. Lamb and, and the Justin Jefferson together. We'll see how that works out. But uh, Pierre Strong Jr., Ronnie Rivers, Zamir White, I'm looking at those as running back plays to fit in all the guys you're going to need. It's a lottery. It's a lottery season week uh, for week eighteen. So uh, it is what it is, guys. Uh, but uh, that's why we don't play much bankroll on week eighteen for DFS because it's just not conducive uh, to a uh, uh, high likelihood of success. But there's ways of doing it. So 
Um, that's the way I would approach it. Best of luck to all of you in your contest today and uh, any picks pools you're still alive in. So uh, hope you enjoyed the show. Have a good one. Thanks for listening to the Fantasy Throwdown Podcast. Be sure to like and subscribe to the show on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and all major outlets.